Hey, all you Trek Live crew members, this is Trek Live Dan. Just wanted to say thank you for dropping by the podcast feed. Just a friendly reminder that this podcast is recorded live first on our YouTube channel, so definitely um, stop on by to join the discussion. Without further ado, enjoy the show. Welcome to episode 203 of Trek Live. In this week's episode, we're going to be talking about some Star Trek, obviously, but before we get into that, Bill, how are you doing this morning? Doing great. Happy to be here recording again for it to get into like a pretty wide discussion and i think we'll touch a lot of star trek here a lot of different shows yeah how are you doing doing good i'm excited as well it's good to get back into the swing of things of talking about star trek every couple of weeks here on trek live how's your rewatch going i've seen on twitter that uh it's almost done pretty much done I, i'm i'm done with everything I, I finished picard season two yesterday so i'm done through the last completed season so I'm pausing for now and I'll watch Strange New World season one once it's done. Hopefully that first weekend after the last episode airs, I'm hoping to get it wrapped up then. But for all intents and purposes, it's, it's finished. 98%. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, I shared a whole bunch of stuff on Twitter and on the discord server for those who were there, uh, you, last night from the time we're recording this. Um, so go check that out. If you go to my feed, I'm sure it'll be pinned. Um, on Twitter, uh, like a screenshot of my sort of like GPA readout of every episode and seasons ranked and all kinds of stuff. A- episode rankings from all the shows. It's not like I said, it's not totally done. There's already at least I think one episode of Strange New Worlds that I at least on the first go round, I my initial reaction would be that that's like easy a top hundred episode. So Strange New Worlds going to impact a good bit of the, the, the rankings and stuff that I do uh, with like the overall combined all the shows episodes. Um, so it's not totally done yet, but I put up everything that is kind of current as of now. And love to hear people's feedback and hear where people disagree even more interestingly than where people agree. I, I'm always fascinated to kind of see what like generates the, the what? What, what? Why would he do that? Yeah. Kind of responses when, when I put stuff like that out. Yeah. It's always interesting to hear. And we still need to do, <clears throat> and we still need to do a debrief uh, after this because, you know, it's been this. I think I checked the date last night. Was it 2020 that you started this one? Or. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of funky. Like I kind of. COVID and stop restarted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there was some funkiness to rewatch 3.0 and when it started and everything. But it, I May of 2020, I watched May 11, 2020. I watched the Man Trap and went through all of TOS starting at that point, and then I kind of just kept going from there. Um, so a little over two years, two years and one month. Uh, nice. Minus <clears throat> Strange New Worlds. Um, it's yeah. to do it all. It's, it's on one hand, I was thinking the other day that it's I, I I've done it in a year before. Turning and so burning I'm, on episodes though. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I mean that the the time I remember doing it like almost exactly on a year was pre all the new stuff. So there was less. There was like at least 100 episodes less. 125 episodes less. And uh, I, I I took it slower this time for sure. And I'm kind of glad that I did. You know, when I do start rewatch 4.0 and get into TOS, it's been two years at least since I've sat down and really watched those episodes. So, you know, part of the, part of the, part of my, one of my favorite things about doing this is giving, you know, if I don't bounce around too much, by the time I come back around to these shows, it's been a while since I watched them and they can feel fresh again. And 
I can I can feel excited about diving into that world again. So um, that's definitely going to be the case. Looking forward to it. Yeah. yeah. But when we do the rewatch recap, I'm looking forward to maybe sharing uh, some of the stuff I put on Twitter. Maybe we can do some screen share stuff. Oh yeah, some definitely. Of the data and the rankings and um, all the nitty gritty stuff that I do with um, tracking it. It's as I've said before, talking about why the rewatch and why I rewatch and what the benefit is to me. I, I, I feel like I need this kind of stuff, like the data and the, the it, it, it gives me a reason to watch through fresh eyes and uh, look at things as trying to be, it, there's nothing objective about it. It's totally subjective. It's all me and my personal reaction to it, but trying to like separate myself from how I felt about something 10 years ago or five years ago or two years ago and watch it fresh. That's kind of my way to force myself to do that. And um, gives each each time around like a fresh mission and helps me. So definitely excited all that uh, for that episode coming up in a yeah. few weeks for sure. Once uh, Stranger World ends, today's topic is what, Bill? So so we're gonna look at episodes with downbeat endings, um, and this is kind of inspired by the episode of Stranger Worlds that just premiered this week from the time we're recording this uh lift us uh to where suffering cannot reach definitely has a downbeat ending and it kind of got us thinking just in our kind of offline conversations about the episode and how we felt about it thinking about other episodes that kind of similarly leave us feeling like wow that kind of sucked not the episode sucked but the, the resolution yeah, yeah, yeah. situation Downer. yeah <laughs> is like a you're getting your your crap handed to you a little bit and there's a, there's a decent list of you know Star Trek entries that do that. This is certainly not a first. But I guess before we do that, I mean, we don't talk much we, we're, because of our life situations and you know the, the the way we're doing this for the time being. We're not doing course heading and talking about episodes as they kind of happen. How did you feel about this episode, kind of broadly speaking, without getting into too much of the weeds? I don't want to get into like a detailed review or anything. But how did you feel about this episode since we're talking about it? And, it's new and fresh. It was an interesting one. I think with, like you said, Bill, the downbeat ending, it's tough to rank these episodes because we're so conditioned as people who watch Star Trek and just people who watch and read and experience storytelling in general. Generally, the resolution is positive or semi-positive. But with these types of episodes that we're going to be talking about today, that's not the case. It's like, quote-unquote, gut punch at the end it's just it's it's a really downbeat type of episode and in star trek there's been variations of these kind of downbeat downer ending episodes some less positive than others and some kind of middle of the road but still not generally positive but it's an interesting one it's hard because it's so it's in a group of such positive runs of episodes like this first season of stranger worlds has been so good so it's hard to place it in my rankings i'd probably say six at this point we're at we're through we're through episode six at this point but that's just because it's in the company that it's in i think it, yeah. it's it's better than some episodes of star trek you know previous episodes of star trek but i don't think it and i'm not trying to not knock it at all like there's some positives yeah. to me it i'm trying not to get into the weeds but here i go <laughs> mm. it has some qualities of tos it has some on the nose stuff commentary yeah. stuff that feels really campy and and really feels of that time of tos so i think it it kind of feels right at home with kind of uh, some of the tos episodes but that's that's my thoughts <laughs> There's definitely a TOS quality to the alien civilization being like this this technologically advanced yet almost they evoke like a 
a throwback retro quality of our own history. Like I feel like that that's often the case in the original series. So that that definitely captured a lot of the spirit of TOS, and I, I, I like that. I, I like the the production design of everything going on in the alien world, and I, I liked the the kind of look back at Pike's career before he was a captain. He's a lieutenant on I can't remember if they named the ship that he was serving on, but he's a lieutenant on a mission, and he saves this this yeah they didn't mention the ship, but yeah this girl, and he has a he has a relationship with her. Or there's there's some side of they have at least a connection, and and that's kind of. Yeah. stuck with him and he's, he's meeting an old flame kind of gets kind of gets lured in by that and gets manipulated so th- there's some interesting pike stuff going on there's a, they kind of further the story with Mbenga's daughter uh, so there's 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 meat to chew on here I, i'm kind of with you i think it might be my least favorite of the six but that's saying something you know this is there's certainly there, there are episodes of star trek from 2022 that i think this is superior to yeah, sure. yeah definitely uh and it's it's certainly perfectly watchable and enjoyable i'm looking forward to watching it again over and over again over the years but it's yeah i i have to wrap my head around the way i feel about the ending and the downbeatness of where it leaves us uh, you know i i it definitely got an emotional reaction out of me uh i know there's a lot of discussion online if you go into the twitterverse and you see what people were saying in, in the immediate aftermath of it airing a lot of people kind of unpacking what it means and uh, how it how it might uh Align with some things going on in the current world in true Star Trek fashion, yeah. uh, which is always which leaves is cool. us leaves us with baggage. <laughs> yeah, and it yeah. gives us a kind of. You mentioned something yesterday, just kind of talking about the, the experience watching the episode. These Stranger Worlds episodes all kind of end in a way that, like, there's a conversation to have when the episode's over, and that's really cool. I, I do appreciate that. This is certainly one of them. If you're watching it with somebody. Uh, there's, there's going to be a, a chat to be had when, it, when it's over. Definitely it's after this episode. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it's an interesting one, but it definitely got us thinking, like I said, and why we're going to be talking about what we're going to be talking about. Thinking about its sort of cousins in the Star Trek canon of, of, of kind of leaving us feeling a little empty at the end or with that gut punch or where at least there's no victory at the end of the episode. You know, at, at best it's a draw or, or it might even be a, a defeat. For, for our, our hero. So I think we should dive into that and, and think about other episodes that kind of evoke similar feelings in us with respect to the, the whole continuity and the, the 10 or however many shows there are at this point. What what comes to mind most for you? Like, is there a, a single or a couple episodes that pop most to mind? As, There's a couple episodes that come to mind. Comparisons. But for me, the the and it doesn't really compare because it, it doesn't even have a like a social component to the episode. But for me, the first episode that came to mind was Lower Decks in the Next yeah. Generation. It's 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 an episode where it's 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 got kind of all this more positive side of things things going on in the episode. But then at the end, it, it does a complete one eighty. Some of these other episodes that uh, that I'll mention do the same thing. But this, I don't know if the Strange New World episode is does have something similar to the first. You know, two thirds of the episode is more positive-minded, light. Uh, light, but as the TNG episode. But I think the where the similarities come into play is that that really downbeat ending that that's kind of hard to process, and then that sticks with you and allows you to have a conversation after the episode. So yeah, I kind of think that's a good comparison. I, I think the way that Lower Decks begins as sort of a 
you know, the, the stakes don't appear to be overly high. You know, it's like this episode, I think, of, of Stranger Worlds begins at a point where it yeah, true. feels like true. The, it's it's kind of a routine, run-the-mill kind of adventure, especially in the aftermath of something like Memento Mori with the Gorn, where the stakes were so high, they were under such pressure that this kind of felt less less heavy, at least for the first, I'd say, half of the episode. And like Lower Decks, you know, in that last 15 minutes or so, things take kind of a dark turn, and it ends with a, with a heavy emotional, you know, swing of the fist. So structurally, I think Lower Decks is a great call as, a, as sort of a partner for this one with how it leaves you feeling, especially with adjusting its tone throughout the story. Kind of leads you to think it's going to be one thing and takes a hard right. In that, in, in that about last act. Yeah, there's a uh, there's another episode that I think is is actually very similar to the Strange New Worlds episode and how I kind of felt. Sure. So for me, the next episode that I'll mention is Cogenitor from Enterprise. Yes. Is is I think a lot what a lot of people are thinking before the lower deck stuff, but to me, it's it's we build it's it's similar to we build this relationship that we have with this character that comes on board of the ship, and then you know what we get at the end of the episode. So I think that's that's the episode that most compares to the Stranger World episode for me. Yeah, I, I think Cogenitor came to mind for me. Suddenly, Human and Charlie X both came to mind for me just because they were also both dealing with like children, children. in peril, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and and neither one, Cardassians and, and Deep Space Nine, they're all very different in terms of what the story surrounding the the sort of crisis of the moment is. Uh, but all three of them deal, at least in some respect, to like adolescence and the way a given society might deal with children and. All, all of them, including this one, end at a place of kind of throwing up your arms and like, well, there's not much we can do here. There's no, there's no winning, at least. No. Um, yeah, Charlie X is one that I, I feel like maybe because I just put out like that that screenshot, and I'm always kind of self conscious, like, man, what did I, what did I like that a lot of people don't? And I, I give that episode a B, and I feel like I'm higher on it than a lot of people are. Yeah. Um, it certainly got problematic elements, and it hasn't aged Big great time. in, in yeah. some respects. <laughs> uh, but I, I, it, it's really kind of powered by that ending for me. I'm really always kind of like, wow, that that really sucks <laughs> the way that ends like where they're just kind of sitting on the bridge like wow like especially early saying nothing to do in yeah, the show. Right out of the gate. it's such a foundational <laughs> episode just in being so early and establishing what the show's going to be and how it's going to work and the kinds of stories it's going to tell and to, to so early on have that have the crew get their hat handed to them kind of sets the tone and allows that to be a thing and it's okay for episodes to end like that sometimes so that came to mind for me pretty early um, on and, and kind of digesting the episode, thinking about it. Do you think for, for the <laughs> do you think these types of episodes are more memorable to people watching? Do you, because it, it might not even be a great episode or a strong episode, but you because it's so the way it ends is so different to the traditional way a Star Trek episode will end or resolve. Do you think that sticks in the minds of people watching? I think they do. I mean, for me, completely speaking subjectively, they do tend to contrast well. You know, I I can't sit here and say that all these episodes that we might touch on here, like some of the ones I just mentioned, are not super high on my ranks. You know, I think Suddenly Humans, okay, it's perfectly fine, but it's nowhere near my top 100, top 200. But it, it does 
it does stick out to me because of the nature of that ending. So I, I think just by the nature of the, the contrast, uh, because so many episodes, while there is like a, a, a sizable subset of episodes that do that, that do end with that sort of tone, it, it, there's 800 of them, depending on how you count them, and the majority of them don't end that way. So they, these, these handful do kind of stand out as at least a little different and can be pretty easily like pulled out of the, out of the group. So yeah, I do. I, th- I think I, I can't sit here and say it's like a golden ticket to, to being a classic. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not all of them True. are, yeah. uh, but they do, they do stand out in my memory at least. And they typically are, are some of the more interesting ones to talk about because they are different. And it seems like each series has an episode like this. Like it's, it's a, it's a staple of a Star Trek show to have a episode or a storyline end like this that's not yeah. positive that's not happy that's not rewarding that's not expected sure well part of it too is like <clears throat> some some of the newer shows uh and even deep space nine because of the serialized nature like a lot of episodes end with a wtf moment and it's because it's a cliffhanger and it's intended to be a cliffhanger it's not necessarily like the the resolution of the story. Yeah. You, know, you could say Best of Both Worlds Part 1 has a, a gut punch of an ending, but it's not really the end of the story. So I feel like that's kind of a, a different animal. The cliffhangers are a different, different story. And like Discovery is obviously yeah. the card, too, are loaded with these you know endings that have the crew on their heels, intentionally so. Uh, the episodic entries that do that are really what stand out to me uh, because they're, they're the final note of a story uh, is, is really... Uh, kind of a different quality than leaving you hang. But you're right. I think particularly the, the, the shows that don't lean as heavily into the serialization all have examples woven through them that, that, that end this way. Some maybe more than others. I think TOS does it a lot. You know, the, the Paradise Syndrome is one that ends with with a death. That's another um, episode of, of a character. Yeah. yeah. There, there's nothing happy about that ending. Uh, a Private Little War is another one that, that ends with them kind of leaving that planet with their arms thrown up like you know we did something we're not sure if it was right or if it's yeah. good but it's about all we could do um it's a, it's a it's a chess move that's designed to level the playing field not to win the battle and there's a definite empty feeling at the end of that episode too so it, it, tos i think has a lot of them and, and given there's only 79 of them maybe I haven't done like a numbers crunch or anything. There's no yeah. definitive list of definitely higher percentage. Maybe it yeah, might yeah. be a hyper. Yeah, because yeah. there's only three seasons. Yeah, definitely. Right. Yeah. There are other episodes that are like half. I feel like a gut punch, or not like a gut punch, but like have endings that you don't expect. I'll sure. use. I mean, there's dozens of, of examples, but I'll use a Deep Space Nine episode, obviously, that has. Um, I'll use In the Pale Moonlight. When he deletes the log entry explaining everything, you don't feel good about it, but you. you you understand it, but again, you don't feel good about. It. And there's and there's countless other examples, but I'll, but I'll just use that as an example because it's it's kind of a well known episode. For sure, it's an iconic ending. But are there episodes like that where it's not like a true like emotional baggage type of ending, but it's an ending where you don't feel good about it, but you under you get it, I guess. Sure. I mean, I think like that. I'm not sure. I mean. Um, uh, there are, there's definitely, that's a whole nother kind of, to me, like, that's almost like another subset of, because the other kind of hallmark quality of the episode of Strange New Worlds we're talking about kind of sparked this conversation 
is that it has that twist in the last. It's a twist. So. I guess it's that's a better. Twist. It's not really. Yeah. It's not really a downbeat. It's a twist. The twist is kind of a downbeat, but it, it leads to the downbeat yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's, it's 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 the twist reveals the the quality of this alien society that's going to leave us feeling empty, and and there are lots of Star Trek episodes that end in an unexpected fashion, especially again TOS. I've, I've talked about this a lot. I feel like TOS is a show that can be kind of defined by a a a series of stories that resist the urge to present like a straight up villain. It's 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 usually a, a matter of disconnection or a miscommunication or a, a a lack of understanding, and it's not just something that's out to be bad. And there's often a twist at the end of these TOS episodes, kind of like Twilight Zone episodes, that that reveal yeah. like, oh, what this is what's really going on here. This is where this thing comes from, or this is who this person is, and what their reason for doing what they're doing is, and this is how we connect with them. It, that that happens a lot in in the original series. I think that's like I said, that's kind of a foundational uh, quality to that show. If you really look at the individual episodes, episodes like The Squire and Gothis, when you realize that 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 uh, Trelane is a is a kid who's like toying with yeah, uh, he's playing with his toys and yeah. is is not behaving is really what it is yeah uh, he's he needs to be punished it's not he's not just a bad you know there, there's just the challenge to get the information <laughs> not not to defeat the bad guy so yeah I I think there's there's a load of them I, I'd be hard pressed to like sit here and just like pull episodes that compare to that but you're totally right yeah is. And we kind of talked about this before when I talked about my rankings on uh, the Stranger World episode. How does it compare ranking an episode that has a downbeat to an episode that maybe has a semi-good resolution? Because I think I think endings really, really drive how people feel about episodes and even the ending of shows. I think there's always a bad taste in the mouth in your mouth when you finish Enterprise or, or a, a, t- a TV show that's not Star Trek like Game of Thrones I know there was a, like a bunch of people mad at the ending, the ending of that show I think the sure. ending has such a big effect on how we look at the episode totally. Bill does that change your perspective on some of these episodes? Uh, certainly yeah I think the way episodes end is a huge calling card that would indicate like where I would go with like rating or ranking something but I don't know if I would like I, uh, just being a, a positive ending or a downbeat ending or somewhere in between. I don't think is like a on, on its own a, an indicator. I mean, there are episodes that, that end in an uplifting fashion that I love and that I don't love, and the same goes true to episodes that are a little more downbeat. Uh, there are like if I think about things that kind of end in a downbeat fashion, there are like a lot of my upper upper episodes do kind of have that. Quality, like to be one of the things that came to mind most for me is Arapacan. Like that, other than the little montage at the very end that that's kind of tacked on the the torpedo laying on the Genesis planet. It, what ends more downbeat than Arapacan does? Um, True, and that's pretty darn high on my list. Sitting on the edge of forever ends pretty downbeat. The last line of the episode. That's a TOS style villain with with the Rathcon. Yes. Yeah. But Similitude is my favorite episode of Enterprise. That's not a happy ending. No, no. Um, no. <laughs> so yeah. the, the, a lot of them uh, are. A lot of my favorites do kind of have that quality. I don't know if that's. I, I certainly wouldn't say it's intentional, but I guess it says something about my own kind of maybe what draws me the most is that complicated feeling at the end of some of these stories. Maybe it does. 
yeah. kind of play it, play it. I guess that's true. I, th- I always thought of it as a negative of trying to be able to rank these. It seems mm-hmm. like, at least for you, it, it's 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 more of a positive when the downbeat ending kind of turns. Makes us think, which I think is but a bit... With true. any of this stuff, it's all in the execution. It's, it's, it's how does it yeah. fit with uh, the tone of what preceded it like what how does it how does it resolve whatever story we just sat with for the last 50 minutes 25 minutes depending on the show you know what are are the qualities of that specific story it's it's i i think it's it's always in the execution so but like when i think of like other things that are right at the top of my list the voyage home is totally not downbeat and that's really high on my yeah on my list it's about this uplifting and like feeling buoyant and like really feeling good about things that that's that's up there and that's that's just as effective an ending to me as the rap concerts or the city on the edge forever i think the devil in the dark ends on a high note i think that's another one that's like a classic one of my all-time favorites and that's that that leaves you feeling good like the, the, there was a real breakthrough there so that's humanity at its best federation at its best and I'd have a hard time pinpointing like what what's what's a golden ticket, like I said, to a good review or a good a good reaction. It, both are possible. Sure. Well, I think can't always be sunshine and rainbows in life. It's the balance. The we, fact that we, it's, can be both. Yeah, we in in life we can't. It's not all of the stuff that happens to us in our lives is always sunshine and rainbows and happy endings and everything goes right and everything's. It's just it's not just not like that and I think there's right. some re- a relatability to some of these episodes when there's a downbeat ending that just yeah. it just doesn't go the character's way it doesn't go the story away story yeah away. we all have good days and bad days and yeah. I feel like Star Trek all these given shows kind of reflect that and it's not it's not always gonna go the yeah. way you want it to go sometimes it does yeah and maybe maybe more often than not it does but it, I think it's important one of the one of the like what do we always talk about? One of the I think one of the things we've talked about the most over the two hundred and three episodes is that Star Trek is a Swiss Army knife. It can do all kinds of things. It can mold and yes. do different tones and Strange New Worlds is a, a hallmark to that. It's it's a it's sort of a testament that Star Trek is still that and can totally embrace those problems. And that's that's kind of all represented in this conversation, I think, that we can have stories end in all these different ways. But sometimes I get worried about the casual fan fan coming into Star Trek thinking that this is a positive outlook on, on the future of humanity and all those things. Mm-hmm. And I want to tell them, like, hey, no, there's some, some episodes that are yeah. going to end not the best and it's going to make you feel really bad. It's yeah. still a struggle. I mean, it's still, there's there's challenges out there and it's, it's not always going to come easy. And yeah, I think it's important for them to offer that counterbalance and that's that's my favorite thing about this episode of strange new worlds i think it's best quality is that it successfully does that like i think it did do a nice job of presenting that ending and and leading us to that 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 last couple scenes is the highlight for all those reasons i think it's important for star trek to feature that on occasion you're not you're not asking you know the strange new world writers to have this type of episode every couple episodes no no not you gotta find a balance when you're doing 10 a year, you know, maybe one or two of them should end not with a complete victory. And I think even Memento Mori, actually, you know, Memento Mori ends. I mean, they survived. The the, the, the last line of the episode is we survived. Uh, that, but that's about all they did. I mean, they didn't win that battle. They, they no. ignored it and got away. Like, yeah. that's, that's, that's about the best outcome that they could have hoped for at that point. Uh, and I, I, that's one of the reasons I love that episode so much is... Sometimes you get into these. I think Star Trek, especially later on in the Berman era, would fall into these traps of getting into 
you know, whether it's Voyager or the NXL one gets into you a, a scrap. Yeah. Or you get into a scrap with like another alien species or whatever and it, it kinda goes by the numbers. You, you by the you, book. Yeah. You shoot phasers a few times, you shoot some torpedoes and you get out of it and you win the battle. Sometimes with the tech solution, sometimes with just overpowering them, but you know, I think sometimes the way it ends in Memento Mori, where you just kind of getting out by the, skin, the, the by the skin of your teeth, that's that's got to happen every once in a while to I think jar the audience. And, like, these guys aren't infallible; they can't they can be beaten. Our, our heroes. That's why Hugh Who's so great. That's why Bounce Terror is so great. Like getting to see the the crew up against an adversary that is their equal, yeah, or or superior. Any more episodes or anything to mention for downbeat type of endings? I don't think we mentioned any Voyager ones, but we just did a season three uh, mock draft. Did we mention any Voyager ones? We, um, suddenly human. That's, that's that TNG. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but we just did a season three mock draft last last time we released an episode, uh, and the two of those episodes that are actually back to back. I think real life is it has a pretty pretty mm. downbeat ending um and Big i think uh, just, just an origin even has a pretty downbeat ending yeah uh, yeah from the perspective of of uh, that boss scientist uh dr gagan he, he he does not win that battle nope yeah, um, that, yeah. And we are on his side uh at least from the perspective of voyager yeah. uh so voyager certainly has them too uh that's just two examples i'm sure there are, there are certainly more out there uh, Death Wish is another one that that's kind of a, a no-win scenario kind of a story. Yeah, no real happy ending there. No. Um, they, they're all over the place. I mean, Star Trek does this a good bit, and you could dive into the the episode list, the eight hundred some, and and just poke and pride for them, and, and you do it all day. Yeah, there's some episodes that just aren't a good what like. Uh, hard time from hard time. Deep Space yeah. Nine. That's just right. I, I, I might not categorize that as like a maybe I will like it like a downbeat ending, but it's just a hard it's a hard beat episode. I would say it's just a hard watch. I'm not plugging that in on a Saturday night to uh, to watch. Definitely not. <laughs> no, I mean that, that's a complicated one. Like it ends with that great scene with you know, Bashir, his friend, coming yeah. to his coming to his to help him out and maybe you know, talking him through it. But he does, I mean, there's no magic wand. I mean, Bashir, or, or, you know, there's no medical solution to, like, wiping away that memory and that yeah. experience. He's going to have to live with this. Uh, and so there is there is certainly, a, you know, no easy solution to it. And I love that about it. They don't just, you know, wipe it away and give him an out that way. Yeah. But there is an uplifting quality to it at the same time. Like, that's the beauty of it. So it has that, that complicated feeling at the end. Yeah. Final Any thoughts? thoughts? I I really enjoy the notion that Star Trek has not just one formula for an episode. It doesn't have a box that it has to stay in to be, you know, quote-unquote, quote-unquote, Star Trek. I like that we have these different types of story structures that we can have these downbeat endings because I think that's that's why I think Star Trek has been on the air, you know, this long and this many episodes is because the formula is always changing. There's different types of formulas, different types of structured episodes. There's different endings for episodes. We do get the positive, happy-go-lucky, you know, let's go humanity types of endings of episodes. We also get the hard 
charged, tough endings to episodes that I think keep it fresh. And one of the reasons why Star Trek is still on TV today is because these types of structures that they get to use and utilize and explore stuff with. Yeah, I think the the flexibility that they were able to successfully play with over those early years and through the the 90s and the early 2000s under Rick Berman's leadership is what unlocked the possibility of doing Star Trek the way they're doing it right now with the different shows. I mean, the reason Lower Decks can exist is that I think over the 50 years, they've proven that Star Trek can be a lot of things. Star Trek can be funny. It, it can exist as a comedy in, 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 in an hour. And Lower Decks is like sort of the expansion of that idea. Why not a show? If it can do it for an episode, it can do it for multiple episodes. And it can live with that tone. And, uh, you know, while I think you've said this before, while, you know, maybe because of some of the more serialized elements of some of these new shows keeps us from getting like downright comedy episodes of discovery or, or like a, a true, like it, it, it limits some of that flexibility within some of these shows. Yeah. But we do get that flexibility in the form of the different shows. These are, these are not carbon copies of carbon copies. True. They're distinctly yeah. different tones from each Picard and Prodigy are united under the Star Trek label and existing in the universe, but not much else. They are completely different shows that are yeah. aiming at different feelings and vibes and are, are trying to you know, evoke different things in, in, in an audience. And they both work as far as I'm concerned um, for, for what they are. And you know, Strange New Worlds, which kind of like led off this discussion, is, is, is yet again another completely distinctive kind of Star Trek show. And I, I think without, I don't think that would be possible if not for that Star Trek's kind of proven ability to, to exist with these different tones and genre kinds of episodes. I guess that's the formula now, right? That the shows are so different that they can, that it just, it, each show and each episode still feel fresh because these yep. shows are so different. Whereas yep. it's, uh, this is kind of a tangent, but I feel like Bill and I are the king of tangents. <laughs> it, it just allows to keep these episodes or these shows feeling fresh. Whereas mm-hmm. I feel like in the Berman era, like you said, it, they were, you know, TNG light or, or very, various different, they were similar, but a little bit different. Whereas variation something. Yeah. These newer shows are completely different from each other. Yeah. So, yeah, they are. And, and, you know, I do think, as I mentioned before, I think some of these other shows have been successful at offering some different flavors and different styles of episodes within their own constraints. You know, Discovery, just thinking like they did a Western with uh, Far From Home. That's vastly different than, say, Unification 3 from season three. Yeah, it's like big a time. courtroom kind of, like, yeah. they're just different flavors, but they're within the Discovery umbrella. Maybe it's not as extreme as the Trouble with Tribbles being compared to the Doomsday Machine, but yeah. within the constraints of Discovery, there's there's variations there. Mm-hmm. But there's also Discovery compared to Lower Decks, which is the, 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 the far greater, you know, yeah. <laughs> variation yeah. of, of, of flavor for, for Star Trek currently. I think that about does it. I think yeah. we kind of covered I think so. everything that we're going to cover here today, at least. This is a conversation that could go on longer. You know, we could put up an episode guide and, like, carefully come through it and pull out episodes and yeah. dive in. That would be a fun thing to do, but uh, it would take a really long time, and we're not going to do that here today. No. Yep. We want to hear from you. Let us yeah. know what downbeat episodes you liked the most. Bill and I mentioned a few on on here, but we'd like to hear from you and the explanation. I know it's easy to just spout out episodes, but I think Bill and I enjoy the the, 
the why behind it. Definitely do that. On the best place to do that is Twitter and our Discord server if you want to keep the discussion going. A lot of discussion on there always. Bill's got great information. I know Bill and I always plug the Discord server, but Bill's Twitter is is chock full of data and episodes and then all the good analytics behind it. So definitely check that out. And our Discord server. We will be back as soon as we can. Again, I'm going through a little bit of a life stuff. Um, as as goose down to me. But um, yeah, we'll be back as soon as we can with more Star Trek discussion. You guys know the drill. The, drill, the discussion doesn't have to stop here. Twitter and Discord, as I said. I want to thank everybody for watching, and we'll see you guys next time. Thanks, everybody. Hey, this is Trek Live Dan again. Like I said before, the discussion does not have to stop here. Come over to our Twitter, Facebook, and our Discord channel to keep the Star Trek discussion alive. See you guys next time.